This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland, and this is The Leader Weekends. Every Saturday, we bring you a bonus episode of our business podcast, How to Be a CEO. This is a cut-down version, so hit the link in the show notes to hear the full thing, or search your podcast provider for How to Be a CEO. There are new episodes every Monday morning. Mindfulness, meditation, yoga. Three things up until fairly recently we only associated with monks, although seeking some kind of spiritual awakening. Humanity has been meditating for thousands of years, and I think that Western society has lost that. These days, though, all three have never been so accessible, and awareness of the benefits of each is only growing. People are recognizing that mindfulness, breathing, meditation actually has not only like a mental health element to it, but you know, it actually helps physical health. Russell Glass is CEO of Headspace, the app teaching users how to meditate through exercises which can be as short as a minute long. But in a world now flooded in various forms of self-help advice, inspirational life coach gurus and health kick routines, how do you go about selling the simple notion of being more mindful? Everybody whose life you change talks about it and brings more people into the fold. And that's, I believe, how ultimately we will change the world. So take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And let's begin with where this significant rise in awareness of mindfulness actually came from. I think there's a few reasons for it. I think it's true. I think what we've seen over the last really three years since the pandemic started is a dramatic increase in the awareness of mental health being an issue that everybody needs to be thinking about. And then the accessibility through solutions that, you know, entrepreneurs and CEOs like me and others around the world recognizing the problem have brought to market. And similarly, it feels like the concept of meditation has gone from something only done by monks to something that's accessible to everyone now. What do you think has prompted that transition as well? It's funny. I think that the notion of meditation being something that was only done by monks is a little bit of a popularization of meditation. But humanity has been meditating for thousands of years. 
And I think that Western society has lost that at some point in time, but a lot of the Eastern societies have, have never lost it. I think what's happened is through the work that our founder Andy has done, and, and I think others, you see things like you know, yoga becoming a, a more popular uh, thing to do these days. People are recognizing that mindfulness, breathing, meditation actually has not only like a mental health element to it, and, and it really helps create stability and, and resilience, but you know, it actually helps physical health, right? We see, we see evidence of lower blood pressure and higher HRV and, you know, uh, pro- protective nature uh, for things like developing dementia, right? All of these things that we're starting to discover through science that humanity has known for thousands of years. And, and so it's a, it's a wonderful reawakening. It's not even an awakening. It's a reawakening to the power of the mind and the power that we have and we've evolved as humans to manage the, the ups and downs of life. So where did Headspace come in, really, as part of this reawakening, as you put it, of the power of our minds? Well, I think going back to the founding of the company, I think Andy went and became a monk. And uh, in that process that he went through, he discovered just how powerful this was and decided, you know, this changed my life. This changed the way I am able to function and be successful in the world. And I think that then he sort of realized his mission was, how do I get this to as many people as possible? How do I help as many people understand the power of mind and mindfulness and meditation to transform their lives? You know, my journey on meditation started in about 2014. I sold my company to LinkedIn I was really struggling. I just had a new baby. I wasn't sleeping well. I had some imposter syndrome. I had some anxiety. I didn't really feel like I belonged at the new company in a full way. And Jeff Weiner, the CEO of LinkedIn at the time, brought Andy to LinkedIn to talk about the power of meditation and mindfulness. And so I downloaded Headspace. I started to learn how to meditate. I started to learn how to have a little more control over my mind. And I got to tell you, John, the, 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 the impact on my life was staggering. I became a different husband, a different you know, person at work, a different dad because of my ability to uh, calm the mind, because of my ability to let things kind of flow, feel, feel just fine about the anxiety I was, I was experiencing and, and let it go. It was so impactful to me that now I kind of understood what Andy was talking about. I, I think that was an early part of my journey in wanting to be, you know, part of uh, spreading this to the world. Can you just uh, explain how it happened, really? Because it, it blows my mind, and that's what really got me intrigued, really. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a great, um, it's a great point, because I think a lot of people think, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meditate, I'll, I'll take 10 minutes aside a day or whatever it is, and, and I'll meditate, and then you know, I'll start to feel different. And my experience was that I actually didn't feel anything for a few weeks. <laughs> you know, I, I was meditating, I was learning how to sort of control my mind, but nothing changed. And then about two to three weeks after I began my, my meditation practice, I, I was in a meeting, there were a number of people talking, and they were saying things that I recognized would 
trigger my anxiety, would trigger the stress response that, that I would feel. And, and it didn't. And that's when it clicked for me. What, I was, what, what was happening was the same, I was having the same response, right? I was having the same recognition, but I was able to watch myself have that response. I was able to sort of step aside from it and realize, oh, I'm, I'm feeling anxious right now. And let it go. It's, it's fine to feel anxious, but not get absorbed by it. And that difference is really what mindfulness is all about. It's recognizing feelings. It's allowing those feelings to happen, but it's not getting yourself fully absorbed by those feelings. It's, it's allowing you to just put them aside. And that was a revelation to me. Whatever it is, it's really given me a presence of mind that has been life-changing. Now, as we head into a short break, I'm going to take a seat and try my hand at a short meditation. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. And obviously, sitting in the seat of CEO comes with its fair share of challenges, I can imagine. Can you talk us through some of the, the toughest things, really? Perhaps the challenges that have made you think, I need to take a, a five-minute breathing exercise to get, to get through this. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we all have been going through an incredibly disruptive time over the last three years, right? So uh, it's not just me. In so many ways, what I go through is nothing compared to what a lot of the world has had to go through over the last three years. So, you know, let's caveat all of this with that. But I think that as a leader today, we're having to manage through difficult times. We see an incredibly polarized population uh, from a political standpoint. We see, uh, obviously, being in the middle of a, or hopefully on the tail end of a global pandemic, wherever you want to put us, there is the the sort of worries about being ill. There are the worries about your close family getting ill. There's always like a a sub-process running about, is what I'm doing safe? right now, right? That we've never had to think about before. And that adds another layer of this. There's climate change, which is, which is leading to all kinds of mental health issues. Right now we're you know, in a very complicated macro economy, which is creating stressors and anxieties and worries. Am I gonna have a job? Am I gonna get paid? Inflation is running hot. So what I'm getting paid isn't paying for as much. All of these things as a leader we have to take on in some ways because, you know, in, in our case, we've got 1,200 employees that are all thinking about these issues, right? And, and so we spend quite a bit of time, I spend quite a bit of time as a leader thinking about how we create an environment for success when the world is more complicated than it's ever been. The most difficult part of my job right now is 
just how complicated uh, the the world is that we're operating in, and, and the need to to be sensitive to that, to be compassionate, and um, you know support our people as much as possible. What's the way of doing that then, Russell, from your experience? What, what sort of solutions have you found in that respect? We have things we call mind days. Every other Friday, we shut down so that people can catch up on life. People can recover from the work day. And, you know, all the evidence, the tests that have gone on, Microsoft did a great one in Japan, there have been others, demonstrate that the four-day work week, right, reducing the total number of days of the week actually doesn't hit productivity at all and is incredibly effective in terms of, you know, increasing people's happiness and, and success. Then if you go to sort of the, the middle level, it is things that we do to create support structures for our employees. So for instance, we have mental health coaches that we provide for our uh, employees. We have counselors that are available at no cost. There's no financial ramifications to them getting access to counselors. And then at the micro level, we do things to help people from trainings. So we have a program called Superhuman, which helps people think about how their calendars are organized, help people think about creating more brain power throughout the day. How do you take mindful breaks? As an example, not having your iPhone right next to you frees up brain capacity. I mean, so little things like this that research have shown, it's actually run by a group of neuroscientists out of Berkeley, this program. So, you know, these, these little things you can do to free up brain power, we're training our teams on to help them, you know, continue to build resilience and, and have capacity. And of course, we, we do quite a few meditations. That was Headspace CEO Russell Glass. For more interviews, news and analysis, head to standards.co.uk forward slash business or pick up the evening standard newspaper. How to be a CEO is back on Monday. We'll see you then. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.